0: Hey, hey, it is Friday. It is time for Friday Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary. Each week, I deconstruct my journey, my struggles through professional baseball to help unpack yours so you can live a life on purpose. I take the lessons I learned in baseball and help you apply them in business and in life. So if you're ready to join me, grab your glove, grab a ball, get ready to take the mound and get ready to bear down to strike out the limiting beliefs in your life. All right, here we go. Hey, hey, welcome back to Friday Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary, and this is episode 179. This Friday, I decided to detour off my normal solo podcast episodes, and I'm including an episode of the black and white truth about benefit advising that I did with my dear friend Kareem Cade. In the episode, we talk about the need for you to have a coach and a mentor in your life. It's so easy to go seeking coaches and mentors when you're struggling. But you need coaches more when you're having success than when you're struggling and find yourself in a rut. And that's what we talk about in today's episode. Some of the best athletes to ever play their respective games like Michael Jordan had coaches, even though they were succeeding at the highest level. Business is no different. And in this week's episode, we're talking about that very topic, how we leverage our own coaches in our business and how you can do the same. So hope you enjoy. Kareem is full of energy, full of knowledge. You're going to love this episode. Here we go. Grab a pen, paper, get ready to listen.
1: Shit, your mindset. Hey, let's do this
0: again. Welcome back to the Black and White Truth or Benefit Advising. This is episode five.
1: I am joined by the
0: one and only, my man, Kareem K. Kareem, what's up?
1: what's up baby as we say in detroit man i'm gonna give you a good detroit greeting whenever you're talking with folks from detroit man it is specific to detroit and it is simply what up though so what up though so if you ever watch Jalen and jacoby and Jalen will start out the show and he'll say what up though so detroit on um, what up though so andy when you come back the next time you're talking to some advisors in detroit you're gonna tell them they're gonna say oh you know somebody from detroit here so and my famous greeting from Detroit. What up, though, Andy? Neri? It's fantastic to see you, my friend.
0: So, okay, so if I walk into Detroit, if I'm walking around Detroit and I'm yelling, What up, dog? Are they going to take me seriously or laugh me out of the city? Well,
1: well, well first, we're going to get it right because it's not dog, it's doe. Like, D O E. What up, Oh, doe. what up, doe? Yeah. See how you changed that? Your whole swag came in. Like, What up, though? Exactly. You know I I talked I told
0: you last week I got a chance to meet the uh, a a true Detroit Tiger Curtis Granderson. Yes. Um so we are talking all things Detroit today.
1: But I love
0: Sports is a great place to start this off Kareem because today we're going to talk about seeking coaches and why you can't just seek coaches when you're in a slump. And here's where <laughs> we're going to start. Last week for whatever reason I was looking up Michael Jordan's stats. Why? I have no idea. But what blew me away, because I did not realize it, was he won the scoring title something like seven out of nine years. And I'm saying it wasn't even close. Like, when he won the scoring title, he would win by three or four points a game. Lights out. He was also the MVP of, I don't even know how many MVPs he won, regular season MVPs, but he was the MVP in every NBA Finals he ever played in. He went six for six in the NBA Finals.
1: Six for six, baby.
0: And here's the funny thing. He had a personal coach the entire time, Tim Grover. Yeah. <laughs> I do, you love think, it. do you think he just sought Tim Grover when he wasn't doing well?
1: Hell no. He sought Tim Grover at all points in time because he wanted to be the greatest. And that's why he is.
0: So let's talk about that. I want you to start. You know, you've been doing a lot of mentoring. I have. Uh, for some college students, which I absolutely love. And offline, you shared a story about a, a a girl you're mentoring at Florida A&M. Let's start there. Let's talk about, you know, the purpose of having coaches and mentors in your life isn't to isn't to leverage them when you're not doing well. Yes, it right. helps when you're in a slump, but it's more important to leverage them when things are going well. So talk about going, this story. Man.
1: When things are going, so it's interesting when you and I were talking about this episode and thinking about, you know, just talking about coaching. And I think over my career. How many times I went to the next level is simply when I had coaches that were coaching me when I was winning. Now, I wasn't going to seek them out because I was losing. And so as I'm sharing this with the young lady that I'm talking to, she's telling me about an opportunity that she has post-graduation. And she said to me, she said, Mr. K, you know, she said, I'm so excited. I was very concerned that I would not have an offer after graduation. And I really just wanted to have a job. So part of me sharing with her was really getting her mental towards no, I'm not just trying to find a job. I'm actually trying to find the career in which I want to pursue. So we wanna take off just the any job type of scenario. But in her mind, she's thinking that the end goal is a job. And I'm saying, well, that's not quite it. So she gets this offer from someone that she actually wants to work with. So what was great about it from the last three weeks when we spoke, she was simply looking for a job. Three weeks later, after our conversation, she's actually looking for her career path and she has an offer from somewhere in her career path. And so she says, well, Mr. Kane, I think I'm well. I'm all set to go in August. Uh, You know, I'm excited about this. And I told her, I said, this is fantastic. I'm glad to hear that you have this offer. Tell me about the offer. She walks me through the offer, fantastic offer for a 21, 22 year old coming out of college. She's going to New York City. I think the offer is about 91,000. And I said, you know what I want you to do is that now that you have this offer, I want you to go secure three more offers. If you can hear the silence on the other end of the line, Andy, she's thinking to herself, like, what do you mean? I just told you from our last conversation, you know, I was looking at any job. Now I'm telling you that I got a specific job in the career path that I want to go after. And now you're telling me to go after more. And I said, well, you know, the best time to go after more is when you just had a win. So now that you've won this one, I want you to take that same energy and that confidence. I said, because here's the difference for you. Now, when you go interview, you're not concerned about getting a job because you already have a job. You've already got that out of your mind. And that little space that's clouding you when you go into an interview because you're wondering, will I get this position? Are they going to like me? You're putting this best foot forward. Now what you're going to do is you're going to play loose when you go to that next interview. You're going to say, hey, I'm gre- I've am great. i already got this done. So even if this is for practice, this is here. But I said, what I want you to do is to secure three more and now we'll have four. And now we'll leverage one against the other to find out which one is truly the best opportunity for you. Because right now, you've only got one deal going. And one deal, as we know in our business, I I tell you, over the years, countless years of coaching agents, they will always be telling me about this one deal. We were always constantly talking about this one deal, that when this deal comes, that when I finally get this deal going, and I'm like, hell, if you're going to wait in this business on the one deal to close, I tell you what they used to tell me, man. He who waits on one deal, they raise skinny kids, man, because they're not eating at home, brother.
0: (laughs) Well, think about and think about this woman you're mentoring. You know, had she got the offer and then said, you know what, Kareem, I'm good. I, I appreciate the mentoring you've been doing. I don't think I need help anymore. That advice you gave her right there about how to take that one offer and now leverage it to potentially create an even better offer. She wouldn't have gotten that advice because she thought, you know what? I'm good. I got See, exactly it, what it I needed, Kareem. I don't need you anymore.
1: I, I, I don't need you anymore. I'm done. Thank you for the little bit of insight that you gave me on the beginning stages. But I've accomplished the goal. And I think as you and I were talking about it, when we start thinking about a Michael Jordan, who arguably is the greatest, depending upon who you talking in the different areas, and you can argue with the semantics. But the point simply being, if we're six out of six, and we're still going and seeing our personal coach and getting personal development on a regular basis – to take it to that next level. What does that say about someone in our position that's an advisor? And we're sitting back and saying, oh, but you know what, Andy? You know, hey, I got this one deal. Hey, we're back to this one deal. I've got a couple things in the hopper. Ah, eh, I don't need any coaching anymore. I don't need anything at all. And then those will be the same folks that we see later when things are not going well and they want you to coach them from bottom to the top. I want to coach you where you already got something going, man. You know, Coaching you from the bottom to the top is a much harder Situation for us when we think about getting the momentum to go. Anytime we've got momentum going, Andy, there's an opportunity to capitalize on that, man. And so I don't understand the mindset of an advisor that would simply say that you know what, because I've got one deal done now, Andy. Eh, poo-poo that. I don't need coaching either. I think I've got it all figured out.
0: Well, and this comes from—it's interesting. You know, we talked offline recently. I've had a couple conversations with advisors reaching mm-hmm. out to me seeking help. And what's so, so interesting is in these two situations, Kareem, they scheduled calls with me. But before the time of uh, the time and date of the call arrived, they canceled them. Okay. And so I sent them an email and just said, hey, saw that you had to cancel. Do you want to reschedule? And, and what's interesting is in both cases, they said, no, I'm actually good now. I, I, one, one mentioned that he had just uh, earned a new account, won a new account. So he's good. And the other, <laughs> the other <laughs> mentioned that they have a lot of activity in the pipeline right now. So they're good. That's crazy. It just made me laugh because I'm like, wait, so you were reaching out because you, obviously, one, you were seeking a silver bullet. Yes. Because whatever you were doing in the moment wasn't working, so you thought you needed help because you were in a slump. But you got one jolt of positive news, and you thought you
1: were good? Unfreaking believable. And and, and where else do we operate like that? Any, Any folks that we're looking at, Andy, when we think about winners in life, When we think about winners in life, they all have coaches, whether it be team sport, individual sport. As you and I were talking about it, if we were to go through whether it be Tiger Woods working on his swing, whether it be Serena working on her swing, I mean, whatever it is, when we think about these incredible athletes that we simply look at and say, oh, they just kind of got there. Even those that have incredible athleticism have a coach, man. They have a coach. And, And you look at some of those guys when they are in the slump, we always know what it comes back to. It's never about their skill set. They still have the skill set to do it. But somewhere in between here, this real estate is all jacked up at that point in time. And you're looking at someone who can look inside of your activity to see what's going, to offer some suggestions and recommendations because they're not in the fire with you. They're not not that close to the action. And when you're close to the action, you miss a lot of things because you don't have someone else giving you some other wisdom and insight that you haven't thought about on your own. And so when we think about this, and I am thinking about an advisor saying, ah, I don't need, guess what, I, I still have a business coach. I have a business coach that I talk to because she provides me with value. And part of what we've talked about this before, and part of leaping to next levels in my business came because I sought out those folks, but not simply when things were going bad. I sought them out when I thought everything was good. I've got a meeting, i, I got to mention this. i got a meeting with someone today uh, this afternoon. And we sat down last week and she's someone that I, that I uh, definitely have respect for uh, in the LinkedIn world and, and has done fantastic things uh, with women in sales. And we're sitting down as you were talking to me earlier today, and we're talking about kind of our marketing strategy at, at Great Lakes. And she's listening to me and she's like, okay, that's great. But she keeps coming back to the question like, okay, but what's your next, like, what, what are you going to do to really, you know, take this thing to the next step? I'm like, well, I'm speaking at these deals, yeah." That, Hey, Kareem, that's great, but but how are you, you going to be in more places than what you physically can be there? Because you cannot run to every place at every time. What are you going to do? And so I told my team this morning, my staff I mean I said, I really got my ass kicked on Friday. Like, I mean, it's, it's, like she read my mail, and as well as I thought that I was doing, getting all the high fives and all the accolades and everybody saying, you're great, you're great. She sat down and looked at what was going on and said, you've got some great things going here. But, damn it, if you're trying to go to this level that you told me they're going to, if you want to have this kind of revenue going through the agency, you sure as hell ain't going to get it doing it this way, man. And kick my ass. And I had, to, I had to be vulnerable to the team and say, hey, literally, yeah, she she told, And it was all true. I couldn't argue with that. I, I was silent. And you and I know we talk all the time, man. They talk for a damn living. I was silent, man. And so I'm looking forward to this meeting because the coaching is taking place. And when is she coaching me? She's coaching me when I think I'm winning. Right now, my confidence is at an all-time high. We we got great things going on, great clients, great stories. We're doing some great work, so having some impact. But she saw the opportunity, and she said, you know what? You're not maximizing or optimizing your true opportunity. And so as you and I were talking about this, I'm like, hey, I'm in the same position, folks. Absolutely, same position. I need coaching, brother.
0: Well, and what I love about what you just said is twofold. One, you have a business coach. Two, you said she – I, yes. I I also have a female business coach. Yes. And I, you know what? I realized I grew up, uh, I've been surrounded by independent women my whole life. So why not have an independent <laughs> female as a business coach? Because she knows when to kick my ass when I need it. A- absolutely. And, and, and what a- you just a- a- said, and you
1: think about it. And, and, and who's great? I mean, whoever's bringing the value, brother, she, he, bring the value, man.
0: Absolutely. Well, and here's the key that conversation you just had strategically you might be doing the right things yes what she was referring to is to take it to the next level kareem do you think it's more skill strategy or up here
1: and that and she was challenging me right here she yep. i tell you when she dug in and it started out nice and, and, and here's the analogy she gave me it was so funny she said well you know if, if i'm really going to be a true coach and really be in a position to help you I'm not going to warn you that there's a Mack truck coming to hit you. I'm not gonna move you out the way because then you're gonna prepare for it. She said, what I wanted to do was to hit you square in between the eyes in order to get your attention and to see where you were, if you were gonna be willing to accept what I was sharing with you. And when I saw that you were open to it, I just ran you over because I knew you would be able to take it and do something with it on the back end. And she ran me over, brother.
0: Well, and, and, and I think that's so important because the, the point of today's topic is whether you're, you know, we we focused on the insurance industry. So if you're an advisor, even an agency principal, I don't care what, what uh, role you play in the industry, you need coaching, you need mentors in some way, yes. shape or form. If you can get them inside your own agency, that's awesome. But I will tell you that's few and far between. And it's interesting, Kareem, because when I get, when I get advisors and principals reaching out to me for seeking help from, with me. Uh Um, you, they usually come at, come to me from two places. Number one, they're struggling and they, they want to, they want to improve from where they're at or they're in a good spot. They're doing well. They've done well, but they're trying to take it
1: to the next level, trying to take it to the next
0: level. And I will tell you, hands down the one nine times out of 10, the person who's going to hire me and move forward is the person sitting in a a, a place where they're good and they want to take it to the next level. Why? Because their minds in the right set in the right place, the people who are struggling, they don't believe in themselves. Yes. They don't believe they can actually create a better result. Therefore they they may not believe in my coaching or consulting. And so for them to lay down the investment is going to be really hard, but that person already believes in themselves, him or herself, and they know, but they know they want to strive to be better, they want to take that business to the next level, if they believe in themselves, the odds that they're going to believe that I can help them get there is exponentially greater. It's,
1: it's exponential because, when again, as she was sharing this with me on Friday, I'd spoken with her some time ago, and here's what's interesting about it. this. This is a great story, and oh, shit, I'm uh, glad we're going this route. Get so, your
0: pen and paper <laughs> out right now.
1: Because she was a client of ours. She was a client of ours 15 years ago. She was the admin for an HR professional in one of our groups. Hadn't talked to her in a number of years. Started seeing the profile on LinkedIn, top 1% LinkedIn, 33,000 followers. And I started to look, and she was involved with women in sales. And I started watching this, and I'm like, damn, 15 years ago, she was the admin. And so here's my first nugget in that. Man, you've got to be open to wherever the information is coming from, because I could have looked at that and easily said, hell, you were the admin for somebody when I first met you. But when you're looking at success, it doesn't matter. When she came back and we started talking, what I realized is that she built an incredible business. And what she said to me, she said, Kareem, you know what? You can build this fast as slow. And slow is so painful. So if you're looking at some of the other things that you can do, I just want to share some things that I see in your business because I'm talking to sales folks from across different industries on a regular. And here's some things that I see that they just don't get it right. Now, here's the other thing that I'll say. She was doing some coaching with someone in the insurance industry and asked that I speak with the other young lady uh, just because she said, hey, it's going to be some vernacular that, you know. So the other thing that I'll say, the second thing is that not trust other people, first of all, as we're talking about, never know what information will come to. But the number two thing is simply saying, you know what, you've got to barter some things around. There's opportunities for you to be able to do some things where it doesn't necessarily have to be cash flow exchange. But what we simply said, she said, hey, if you can help this person. This would be fantastic for me. And I said, great, no problem. I mean, a one-time deal for 20 minutes, I have a problem with that at all because it's you. Then when she came back and saw was, oh, you know what? Now that I've looked at what you're doing, there's some things that I could offer from you, what i am seeing in my business for you. And I jumped on it, man. And I'm looking at this thing and saying, wow, the thing she shared with me in that short amount of time was again, taking it from where we are, which has been fantastic. But, man, taking it to that next level, when I look at those agencies that have grown at a, at a greater pace, faster than we have. And, and, and basically what she also told me, she said, look, you know what? You can make more money or make more excuses, but you can't do both. You know what I mean? So when, what, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, let's get the excuses out the way, Andy. Let, damn it, let's get the excuses out the way and let's sit down and figure out what this looked like. But coaching is the key and being open to coaching, even when you think that you're at the top of your game. That's it. And to your point. What I did with young Emanuela was say to her, great that you have an offer, but you're going to get several more offers because right now you're on fire. And when we get folks that are on fire, ready to go, those are the ones that to your earlier point that will catch it, that will get it and want to use it and not look at that. They're spending money with you, but they're actually investing money with themselves. And you just happen to be the kind of way helping them get there, brother.
0: So let me ask you this with your business coach. Yes. In the time that you've worked with her, would you say I know it's it's part tactics part mindset. Yes. But where she has helped you take your business to the next level, do you think that's more mindset shifts she's helped you make or is it more the tactical things she's helped you do?
1: Mindset specifically because that you, you know we have a, a kind of a saying in our office that I can teach skill set. I can't teach attitude, bro. I mean, you either have a good attitude when you come or you don't, but I can teach skill set. And so what she's done to say, okay, here's your talent. Here's your skill set. Some of these things are just your God-given talent. This is what you're good at, things that you worked on to make yourself better. However, to go to that next level, you're going to have to start thinking like people that are playing at that next level because what is different about them and you is that they're not looking at their problems and or their solutions in the same way that you're viewing them. And so I had to be open to the fact of saying, wow, okay, as good as it is that that I think that I'm doing or as good as I think that I am uh, and and what we've done as an agency, when I compare myself to some other agencies and not that I'm comparing for the sake of, oh, I want to be like them, but just simply saying, I like to run with winners, man. And when I, I, I have respect for winners. If you've come in this business and you have won and you're doing a fantastic job, I want to learn from you because if I'm not there, there's something else that I need to be doing because in the skill set alone, I've got that. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to be diligent about it. But the mindset, what am I listening to? What am I reading? Who am I talking to? What rooms am I in? That begins to change my mindset to get me thinking outside the box. And what I still realized when I was talking to her the other day is that. You know, I had some old thinking, man. I had some old archaic thinking, things that we used to do in this business that got me opportunities and at-bats have changed. And these young kids that come in and look at it differently, man, they're like, man, look at this old man. And I told her, I said, you really treated me like I was an old guy. Like, you know, she's like, well, yeah. Because if you were talking like things that we were talking about in the business 30 years ago and you hadn't evolved, you were going to do more of what we already know was working 30 years ago, but you can't scale that way. And I'm like, damn. Okay. You got me, Andy. What do I say?
0: Yeah, it's, you know, I've had a lot of epiphanies lately in my business and you're giving me more cuz it's like I laugh. I actually hear agency principals share these thoughts with me from time to time. Things like number 1, no one helped me, so why should I help my producers? Wrong. Um, I don't believe in marketing.
1: Wrong.
0: Or to your point, they're still they're teaching their producers how to sell like they did in
1: 1995. Knock on so many doors, knock on 30 doors a day, get 10 opportunities, mm. one sale, three cancel. I mean, come on, man.
0: Come but on. Here's, here's, here's the other epiphany I've had lately in my business is I've struggled with the word coaching. Mm. Because I think, Kareem, the insurance industry hasn't really taken a grasp of personal development as, as much as some other That's industries have. That's That's just my personal belief. Okay. And so I made a decision that I'm going to change the name from Complete Game Coaching to Complete Game Consulting because consulting sounds more strategic, tactical, right? Okay. But here's what's happened. I can line up five advisors next to each other, and I have 100% confidence that what I'm teaching them tactically, strategically is going to work. It works in 2022. Yes. But then I go, why did he – Grab it, run with it, and is taking off and killing it. So is she. But then these three are doing nothing. Zero. I taught them all the same thing. And I'm like, oh shit. It's their mindset sucks right mindset.
1: now. I mean, Andy, if I look at a family of kids and I say there's five kids that came up in the same household, yet these two are super successful. One is moderately successful and the other two have not done anything. They still stand in the basement. And you're wondering, like, what happened? They were all in the same environment, same nurturing space. And what you're telling me is that they all received the same information. But those three, no matter what you do with them, doesn't matter. They haven't made a decision mentally to take a step to the next level. And I think what ends up happening, I've always used this phrase of mental gymnastics. And people do more mental gymnastics, man, than anything else they can play out a scenario, you know, and, and, and tell themselves all the reason why it won't work before they ever actually engage. And, and I understand that there's some, some thoughts on, you know, seeing things before they happen. And so I'm not looking at that from that standpoint, but I'm talking about folks that literally have analysis paralysis and will sit on information. And then what will be interesting is that they will pay you in the next week, talk to a buddy who's having some success, go pay the next consultant, Talk to somebody else who's having success, travel 12 hours away to go to another conference, but never implement any of the things they go. On. I, and I just kind of say, you, you know, they 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 chase that 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 next person that is that seems great, that they can, they chasing that next deal, man. And they're not chasing it. And if they took the same energy that they were chasing the silver bullet and actually did the things that you were talking about or suggesting to them, man, they'd actually have some damn success, bro. Imagine yes. that.
0: Well, and here's here's another uh, very relevant point because you're you you own your agency, Kareem. Yes. You know, I come at it from a place in true, in full honesty. I never owned an agency, but I have a lot of buddies who do, and I'm working. Yeah. I work with a lot of them right now, and it's interesting. I'm working with one. Here, here's a, a great example: uh, an agency that's been around for many, many years. They've had a lot of success over the years, but they they they've slept a little bit last couple mm-hmm. of years because guess mm-hmm. what? The way we sell has changed, sell and they asked me to come in and kind of do a diagnostics on what's going on and, and just kind of make my suggestions. And it's funny. I jumped on the call at the agency principal, and I think she was expecting me to provide a lot of tactical strategies to come out right. and overcome what's happening. And I said, it's nothing more than mindset. It's I said, I, I've mind. spe- I spent a few days with, with your reps. I've talked to you. And all I hear is we can't. Um, we want to stay small. We don't want to grow into a corporate corporation. Uh, you're meant, what is coming out of your mouth and the chatter between your ears is the only thing holding you back.
1: And, and, and guess what? What they're saying is exactly what they're getting. How about that? What they uh, whether, whether you believe what in
0: God, doing, whether you believe in God, universe, whatever you want to call it, the vibe you give out, you will always It's what you that. would try.
1: And, and, and yeah. here's something I want point, to point out that you said that I think is critical. And what you stated there is that you weren't an agency owner. And so I want to point this out to agency owners other because I I fell prey to this that, well, what the hell is Andy going to teach me? He's never even run a business like my business. Right. And and I think that's such flawed thinking, because, again, if we talk about Tim Grover looking at Michael Jordan, hell, you don't have the skill set of Michael Jordan, but you still have the personal coach that's there behind it. So you never at one and he said, well, hell, I don't need Tim because he's never won. Six MVPs. He's never gone to championship all these things. He's never had a scoring title. That's not the deal. And I think we find ourselves in position when we have coaches that are coming in that we challenge the fact of what they're saying because we're like, oh, well, they haven't done this in my business. This is in this space. You've never built a successful agency before. So how is it that you're going to tell me how to build my agency? And what I think we miss is that the coaching and specifically when we're talking about mentality, that's universal, brother. And so I can only hear folks saying that to you to say well you know even if they're not saying it to you direct man i don't know if i'm gonna trust this guy i mean he's never built an agency because i was there and i was like how the hell am i gonna listen to you and you've never done it before and that was such flawed thinking man when we start thinking about a coach that's going to be uh, effective efficient providing us with the things that we need to have. And so maybe talk a bit about that, man, because I'm sure you have heard that along some of the way. Oh,
0: yeah. I struggled, it, struggled with it early when I started the business because I had a lot of imposter syndrome that you know I was going to be working with people that probably have sold more than I have, right? Yes. Um, agency principals who would look at me saying, well, what do you know? You never run an agency. And I had to really gut check and say, okay, what is my credibility here? And one thing that, I, that really helped, Kareem, was when I realized... This is mostly mindset as much as it is strategy. It was my mindset that allowed a five foot nine, 170 pound guy pitching the pro baseball. And the same mental, same mental strategies apply to business. I don't care if you're an advisor or an agency principal. Correct. What I, what I had mentally allowed me to play pro baseball and I can teach you those same skills that allow you to grow your agency to the next level. Correct. Now, again, there's strategy and tactics involved with that, too. That's where my marketing consulting comes in. But this, again, this is as much. It
1: doesn't start until you get your mind wrapped around and you've embraced the thought that, you know what, there could be a better way of doing what I'm doing to get better results. And, And I think that I've always been open, Andy, to what's there. Now, here's what we're not saying. I'm not in the idea of the month club, man. I'm not chasing every idea that the new shiny toy that came out and oh, this looks great because in order to actually see it work, you got to give yourself some time, man. You, 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 you don't just look up and say, oh, that damn tree is so big out there uh, and it, it was planted yesterday and, and it's a huge tree. No, it, it's going to take some time. There's going to take some nurturing in order to be able to get you to that place. But I think that people chase the idea of the month and I'll hear people have a strategy and immediately abandon it because they said, oh, well, it didn't work. Well, you've tried it three or four times and now you've gone off to something else. And I'm like, wow, where where is the, the repetition of a free throw? As boring as a free throw is, we know that it's simply muscle memory and repetition that are doing the same thing. Yet we also understand that losses and wins come from the stripe, man. And a lot of times the stripe is what dictates the game. And so those that have the mental awareness And have worked on that, and have seen themselves shooting that shot a thousand. As boring as that shot is, as insignificant as it seems at that time, they're constantly doing it, bro. And what we've got to do is look at when we've had a coach say to us, "Hey, there's something here that you need to work on. Something here that we think we need uh, to to do strategically." But it really is going to start here. You've got to take the time to understand that I've got to work on me. I've got to work on me because the tactics in and of themselves. We already know we can carry those things out. The difference is when it's time to implement the tactic, if I'm not thinking good about what's going on, I don't think that this is going to work. I've already talked myself out of this process. Man, I'm dead before I even got started.
0: Yeah, and and I think this is a great place to kind of wrap this up, Kareem, because I think about uh, my day, you talk about the mindset versus the skill, right? Yes. And what we're referring to is when somebody's in a slump or maybe they're not doing as well as they want to, they think automatically it means I need a new skill, a new strategy, a new silver bullet, right? Yes. And I think about my days on the pitcher's mound and when I was in a slump, did it mean my fastball wasn't as fast as it used to be? No. Did it mean that I lost my skill set as a pitcher? No. It was just, I had doubt. Yes. I didn't believe in myself as much on the mound as I may have weeks before. But when right. I felt when I felt unstoppable, my fastball wasn't any fastball uh, faster. My changeup wasn't moving any more than it normally does. It was, I knew in my head, the self-chatter was telling me I was
1: unstoppable. Telling you unstoppable. And that's one thing I'll leave you with as, as we're wrapping up. I always take this... Uh, uh, this process when I speak in front of students. And, and again, as I said, I do this all over the country to make sure that we're trying to, what's our give back, right? And, and I'll simply ask students to tell me, tell me success words. And, and, and they'll go through a litany of different words of what they think success is, blah, 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 blah. And then what we simply do after that is I say, okay, I want us to walk through each one of these words and I want to put an A if it's attitude and I want to put an S where it's skill. And at the end of that exercise, I want to see how much of this is attitude and how much of it is skill. And what ultimately ends up happening every time is that attitude outweighs skill 75 percent. When you look at these things and everybody's like, is this attitude or skill? No, that's attitude. No, this is attitude. There's attitude. And we conclude that, that 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 exercise by simply saying, now, let's take the word attitude and let's equate for each letter where it fits in the alphabet, and it adds up to 100, bro. I mean, it's it's impossible. When you look at this, it's like there's nothing else to talk about. That attitude and mindset is everything because we can teach you the skill. And so I think when we're talking about this coaching piece, and we go back to where we started with this, Andy, it was simply talking and pointing out that Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest, never went a year without having his coach. And how are we looking to become the greatest in whatever our great is in our respective industries without having a coach that's helping us to develop and continue to expand? Because what happened to me Friday was expansion. It was expansion of mindset. Development has continued to happen, but expansion. Sometimes you can get caught up and still kind of put more borders around, even though my my, my tent my area is bigger than someone else's attitude in an area. But when you expand it out further, man, a coach can take you from here to here and it's worth anything that you're going to invest with them. So, man, I'm excited that we shared on this topic today, excited that we know that we have advisors that might not quite be there. But I think for those advisors that are looking to go to that next level, whether it's reaching out to Andy, reaching out to any other coach that you're looking, you've got to have somebody look at the film with you in order for you to determine How are you going to take it to the next level? And we're looking forward to seeing you at the next level. I'm excited, Andy.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I'll leave with this. This is the last uh, words of wisdom I want to share if you're an agency principal listening in. Don't hire coaches for your producers based on tactics. I see this a lot, Kareem. You know, we got a sales coach. Well, they're teaching them cold calling tactics, cold calling scripts, track your cold call, uh, all these tactics. Right. You said skill versus attitude, right? Yes. Hire coaches. And yes, I am biased. I understand this, but hire coaches who are going to help put your producer's attitudes yes. mindset yes. in a peak state. Yes. You do that. And I promise your producers will sell more. Your agency will grow and you will get the ROI you are expecting from coaching.
1: Amen. It's not, brother.
0: It's not skill. It's not tactics. It's attitude and mindset. So with Woo. that being said, Kareem, it has been another beautiful episode. Thank you for dropping in your knowledge bombs.
1: Man, thank you for being here with me, man. And I am excited about us continuing this trend to your earlier point. Everyone's talking tactics. We're talking about how to get you thinking right. Think yeah, right, right and produce friend. at another level, man.
0: And if you're listening in, thank you. And if you've got any topics you want Kareem and I to touch upon when it comes around attitude, mindset, everything around uh, with the chatter between the ears, Let us know. We will make sure we hit it. Until next time, you know what happens. When you get that clarity, you mix it with confidence, massive action happens. Go make it happen today.
1: Go make it happen, baby. Shift your mindset.
0: Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this Friday bullpen session. If you are enjoying, these episodes, please do me a favor, go over to Apple, subscribe, give it a five-star rating. And if you know of anybody in your life, whether it's in your family, personal life, your friends, business colleagues that you think would find benefit in listening to these episodes as well, do me a favor, please share the bullpen sessions with them. I'd be extremely grateful if you did. And again, go out and make it happen today. Thank you.